0: teacher strikes will hit ontario classrooms this week amid worsening tensions between the government and the province's unions up to a million kids will be out of class forcing parents to scramble i'm dave Breckenridge and this is Ten Three. the toronto sun's brian passifume joins me to talk about where the two sides are at odds whether we could see a resolution soon and who is winning the support of the public Don't forget, you can find us on all your favorite listening platforms, whether it's Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating and a review. So, Brian, when Doug Ford was elected Premier of Ontario, there was a lot to talk about cutting spending, about changing the education system, trying to rein in a mountain of debt that was accumulated under the Liberal government. And... Through those changes, we've seen growing tensions between the teachers in Ontario and the government. What is the latest on that front?
1: Yeah, so this week, almost a million elementary school students were going to be out of class uh, across the province. There's going to be some pretty serious job action this week. For example, the uh, on Tuesday, there's going to be a province ride strike for the Elementary Teachers Federation On Wednesday, there's going to be rotating strikes throughout the province. On Thursday, there's going to be province-wide French Union teacher strike and other rotating strikes uh, through elementary and secondary school students. Uh, If you're a student uh, really not into going to class, it's going to be a great week. But if you're a parent looking to figure out what to do with your student when you're trying to work, uh, it might be a bit more more aggravating. It's, uh, I think, as time goes on, I think uh, no matter what your allegiance is, either government or teacher, I think people are just going to get all in all frustrated at what, uh, what's going on.
0: How is the public reacting to the idea that, you know, kids will be out of classrooms and then parents will be scrambling to find places to to send their kids so they can get to work?
1: I was actually was, was talking about this uh, last week. And it's really, I think, no matter what people feel now, I think as this drags on, I think st- teachers and parents are just going to say enough is enough and just solve it. Uh, there was a recent poll by Dart dark mirror blue voice of Canada poll, uh, and 70% right now believe that the impasse can be solved via an independent third party. It's a strong indication that uh, regardless of how you feel, you know, people are thinking, you know, enough is enough. And uh, about 58% of People responded to the poll, said they want back to work legislation put in place by the government. Right now, it looks like people are still on the teacher side. People are still kind of sympathetic towards the, the teachers. But I think, as I mentioned, I think as time goes on, I think people are just going to say enough is enough. Just go back to work and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hash these out without having to put uh, parents and students through all this uh, all this nonsense.
0: Where is the big division here? Is it about wage increases? Is it about pay? Is it about classroom conditions? What are each side saying that the big sticking points are?
1: It really, it really depends on who you talk to. To be totally honest, you know, the the teachers will have will say it's about class size, it's about education cuts, it's about funding, it's about online learning. The government will say it's about pay. It's say it's about compensation. A big issue with it right now is seniority. Uh, there was something called Regulation 274 that was uh, negotiated into the teachers' contracts in 2013 by the previous government. That I won't go into the whole minutia of it, but it pretty much goes into the whole issue of seniority mm-hmm. when you're hiring for long-term teaching positions they want people hired into those positions who have the most service regardless of their experience ability there's been some talk around government circles about uh, principals complaining about having to hire phys ed teachers to teach math for example just based on seniority uh you didn't say that's not uh that's not the case it makes hiring more fair in fact this this is the issue that led to the uh elementary teachers talks breaking down recently you know there was um sort of a bombshell a couple of weeks ago that the talks were suddenly ending and there was kind of some mysteries about uh, what exactly caused it but uh, it sounds like it, it's it's an issue of seniority another issue is funding um the government wants to trim spending to balance the budget mm-hmm. that was uh, one of the, uh, the the big platforms that uh, that doug ford's tories were were voted in on but the government's the government's saying that funding has actually increased and we look at the bare numbers um the government's going to spend um uh, just around $29, $30 billion on education this year. That's a little bit 4.5% from last year. But the teachers' union say that it's going to be, you know, then all that money is going towards where it's needed. It's not going towards frontline teaching. It's sort of a, an omnibus thing about education funding. There's some issues that it might be going towards things like childcare and stuff instead of hiring teachers and, and making sure that, um, you know, the schools have the money they need for programs class size is another issue the government says that um, you know by increasing class sizes they're going to save 900 million dollars a year and they'll save about uh, 10,000 teacher positions a year there's fears that um, you know this is an issue that comes up in every every you know education negotiation as far as I can remember back when I was in school mm-hmm. um, you know teachers are fear that they're, they're afraid that the classrooms are going to balloon to 40 students some school boards have even cut courses Renfrew County District I um, school board, you know, they cut drama and music courses, they've cut grade 11 and 12 physics courses, and they're only offering French online. You know, the unions are saying they want class sizes frozen to numbers that they were the year previous. It seems to be one of those issues that, um, like everything else here, it really depends on who you talk to. It really depends on how you look at the numbers and yeah. and see where the money goes. It's it, it just see, and I think that's another reason why people are getting fed up because it doesn't seem like anybody knows where to get the answers from, and everybody's just kind of getting their answers from whether they're leaning more towards the unions or leaning more towards the government.
0: And are each of the unions looking for different things? I, I mean, I imagine that there are similar concerns across, you know, the elementary teachers and the the French teachers and and Catholic teachers, there, there might be similar issues, but are there, are there also, you know, differences of need or differences of opinion, depending on which union you go to?
1: It really is hard to say because the the negotiations have been taking place behind closed doors. Uh, the union bosses and the government have been saying that they don't want to do negotiating in public and negotiation by press conference. Unfortunately, a lot of this talk happens at press conferences. Usually, when the the talks close down, really the the, the teachers are they say they're more concerned about things like funding, mm-hmm. about um, about class sizes, about online classes, and things like that. It's uh, and the government they say it's all about uh, funding, and they say the sticking point is wages things like that. And really, it's, it really is hard to nail down anything specific to a school board. But it just seems that the messaging that they have is very, uh, is, is very broad and coordinated both across the government and across the unions.
0: Was this telegraphed, you know, as far back as the election of the Ford government? Did we get a sense that labor action or, or labor unrest was coming just by the sheer nature of the fact that the PCs were elected? Or is this kind of built up since the election and as he's he and his government to have started to trying to implement some of their campaign promises?
1: Yeah, you know, the the unions will have you say it's it's all about the Tories cutting spending, but you know, as far as I can remember, it doesn't matter what government you've had in there from 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 Bob Ray's NDP, from, you know, Kathleen Wynne's uh, liberals, it, it's it seems like the it's a lot of the messaging gets repeated year after year. Um, their contracts are up. Their contracts it, they were due for negotiation, no matter who won the election. So I, th- I think that um, you know people will use whatever excuse they feel. And honestly, with you know the end of contracts have nothing to do with ideology. Has nothing to do with anything like that. You know, if you remember back to the education strike about seven or eight years ago, everyone was saying the liberals were the worst thing to happen to education since whatever. And it's the same messaging is being used for the Tories. I don't think when you get right down to it, I, I, I seriously doubt politics has much to do with the fact that they're, that they want to negotiate a better deal. They want Mm -hmm. it happened to just the Doug Ford government just happened to win the election and they're the ones that are in the crosshairs right now.
0: Now, how have we gotten to the point of teachers on strike kids out of the classroom? Like, has it been very acrimonious over the last couple of weeks? You talked about, you know, talks breaking down but have you know the the rhetoric and the and the hostilities ramped up between the unions and the government recently
1: I think the unions are playing a smart they're not going for full withdrawal they're not going for you know hitting the bricks and schools canceled kind of thing a few years ago you know there was there were school years that were put in real jeopardy because the teachers were on a full strike I think what they're doing now is the uh, the, the sort of the the piecemeal job action the the walkouts. I think that's, it's almost like a threat to both the government and to the public about what's to come if things don't improve. You know, you think it's hard trying to find a place for your kid one or two days a week. Imagine when we're out of school five days a week, we're on the line. I, I, th- I think as, as things goes on, I think things are getting more acrimonious. I don't think that uh, this is going to end anytime soon. You know, the government's digging in their heels. Mm-hmm. There's been some controversy with the Doug Ford government sort of rolling back uh, some of their promises just to just to appease special interest groups. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think they're, they're willing to do that. We've got a new education minister as of June, Stephen Lecce took over for Lisa Thompson and uh, over the summer. And it doesn't seem like that he's willing to be the pushover that some of his previous cabinet ministers were. They won the election and there was uh, some, s- Severe talk about altering the autism file, and that's probably one of the bigger sacred cows in the in, in the province, if not any province, mm-hmm. is cutting things for like special education and, and autism. And you know, they went from their hard line to rolling back a lot of the the cutbacks that they made. And I think that uh, people just don't see their government doing it this time. I think that they're going to hold their ground, and I think that they're going to you know wait it out. The government thinks they've offered some extremely fair terms during the negotiations. We don't really have a whole lot of details of what those terms are. Um, we sort of have broad senses of you know, press conferences where you know, Lecce is saying that they offered more money and they turned it down and things like that. We don't really have a balance sheet of what was, what was given and what was accepted and what was turned down. But honestly, I think that uh, this isn't going to anytime soon. And I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see within a few months if uh, there's going to be a full withdrawal of services either by the end of this school year, or by the beginning of next school year, if it even lasts that long.
0: So, uh, Stephen Lecce is taking a harder line than than his predecessor. You think?
1: Definitely, I think that he's 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 holding the line a lot more. I think that he's standing his ground. He's not letting the the teachers push them around. And at the same time, I think the unions are being similarly strong against the government. They're not, you know, they've, they've got their own issues, they've got their own platform, they've got their own needs. When they go into the negotiations, they say this is what we want. We want nothing less. And from what it sounds like, from our observations from outside is that it doesn't you know there's some issues apparently where we hear they are close but you know for example when the elementary teachers broke off talks because of things like seniority mm-hmm. i think that's something that uh, it shows that uh, you know they're close in some and very very far in others and it doesn't seem like either side wants to compromise
0: now what other job action or labor action have have teachers taken in advance of this Has it kind of been building like smaller incremental steps of, well, we're going to, you know, we're not going to do drama practice after school or. There
1: hasn't been really cancellation of extracurricular activities. Typically that's been kind of the tactic is to, you know, just do a complete work to rule situation. The Catholic teachers have, uh, have, enhanced their job action. They've enhanced their rollback of services. Extracurricular activities won't be canceled. Um, parent-teacher interviews that have already been scheduled will not be canceled. But anything outside of their regular duties won't happen. Um, that means that drama club will still go on. Basketball practices and basketball tournaments will still go on. But there hasn't really been a whole lot of clarification about what that means. But it seems like they're sort of gradually rolling ahead. They, they realize that they are under you know, severe scrutiny from the parents. They're treading very carefully in the, in the, in the PR game. They don't want to. Uh, they don't want to piss off the people that uh, you know. Right now, their only support base. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, I think that you're going to see work to rule legislation come in pretty quickly.
0: And what about the the opposition and all this? The liberals in the NDP are they are they a big factor in in trying to hammer the government here, or are they kind of a non-entity, And it seems more to just be an issue between the unions and the government.
1: Liberals have been they've, they've been licking their wounds since the last election. They went from you know from a majority government to you know a party of a handful almost. Uh, it's, uh, they've been pretty quiet about this. The NDP, however, have not. They've naturally taken the side of the, uh, of the labor unions and uh, they've worked really, really hard to sort of help get their message out there. A lot of the MPs, uh, the MPPs have been showing up at rallies. Things have been following pretty much how you'd expect them to do. The government has their position and you know, the opposition is falling in line with the, uh, with the, with the unions.
0: So, I mean, we talk about kids out of the classroom this week and and building acrimony. you get a sense that this is going to get worse before it gets better? Or is there any kind of bright light on the horizon?
1: I think this is going to get worse before it gets better. I think that... Both sides have have, have reached an impasse. You know, talks have broken down between a lot of the unions right now. And uh, some of the unions haven't even been talking since before Christmas. Hmm. Um, I think that uh, something's going to have to give. And I think that um, like during the um, the, the recent opinion poll, 58% want – back to work legislation and uh 78% believe that the impasse can be solved with an independent third party and bringing in a third party negotiator is what is going to bring peace i think that uh i think that needs to happen sooner than later mm-hmm. you know the OSSTF the Ontario Secondary School Teacher Federation you know the mediator that's been trying to bring up a deal with them you know they broke off talks before christmas they were you know they were they were nowhere and they they were told okay you know what have a breather we'll come back in the new year but really, neither side's winning right now. But the parents, I think, are going to have the final say in how this is going to end.
0: Well, it's definitely uh, probably the biggest test that the Ford government has faced since election. And I imagine uh, it will be fascinating to see how it all unfolds. Brian, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. 10.3 is produced by Carson Jarama. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Brian Passafume. More from him at torontosun.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening.